Grand Rise, Grand Rise, let's be to the day. As it becomes everything you need to bring you into the alignment of what you desire. To the Bruhas, to the goddesses, to the shamans, to the titans, to the guys, to the kings and the queens, the adepts and the initiates, where you are is what is needed to be first accepted to begin. And as we continue to rise, there's something that we all get mixed up in while learning to separate. It's the sympathy of loss being seen greater than the gain through what is being empathy. So, this week's episode, we're going to be getting into empathy. A state of construction outside of restriction. But before we get into that, let's get into the, of course, the waking guy thought. Followed by Papa Lucy, that's me. <laughs> Weekly reading. Welcome to the God Out Podcast. I'm Papa Lucifer, the shaman, master of ceremonies, and this is season three, episode 29, Empathy. Let's get into this. God thought, <laughs> you'll never bloom into what you're supposed to be if you're surrounded by energies that are no longer cultivating your growth. We do it in everyday life. Even these moments where we jump between building and destroying, we don't take the time to look at the anomalies that show us to our true self. Old constraints held together by old definitions. One comes to the surface most frequently and that's empathy. The understanding and sharing of the feelings of others. That sharing part is where we get stuck in. This is often confused and misinterpreted with the sympathy module or feeling sorrow for others' missteps and misfortunes. Acting on the sympathy and not realizing and reflecting based on empathy. A thin line indeed, but a line that if not understood, we find ourselves trying to fix, once again, the external state of being, leaving voids for the thought forms sometimes of a negative nature to take root and grow straight fruit on our trees of our abundance, wealth, and prosperity. There's nothing wrong with sympathy, but we have to come to a point of accepting accountability for what is self Get that nice deck ready. It's not like a bit of clarity to move throughout the week. 
And before we get into this episode, you know, I got to give you that weekly reading. First card I'm going to pull out. I'm going to see where the first card comes to the surface. Oh, the chariot. You know, the chariot represents that aspect of control and that will to succeed. We pull out that moon card, which is perfect. That will to succeed is going to help us get through those misunderstandings and those illusions. Got the ten of wands we just pulled out. That represents that aspect of coming to completion of the decision that you have to make. Sitting right behind that, got the emperor. And right behind that, we got the eight of swords. Let's get into this reading real quick. Opening with the cherry represents that our control. The will to succeed in accepting that call to take the necessary action. You have discovered or you are discovering how to think in the alignment of your values. What you're wanting, what you're needing, what you're wanting to step forward in. Uh, one big thing that comes up for a lot of people is making the steps not within the same steps. Which means not going back to where it all began. And which is good with that aspect of the moon. The moon is showing us a sense of those illusions, those misunderstandings, those missteps that are challenging those values. You are coming closer to the truth of your purpose and your path. Which leads to that ten of wands. The ten of wands brings light to those extra burdens. Based on thoughts of old relationships, old bonds, old friendships with either family, with the job that you were at, a relationship you're perhaps coming out of for a long period of time, bringing light to that relationship, things like that nature. You're understanding that these things are only temporary, especially when you're coming to see your higher self and understanding that you're going outside of the aspects of time, so there's no need to worry about, oh my God, it's too late to start over, I'm too old to start over. It's never too late to start over. You have to understand the aspect, if you look at Anything as an example, when you're looking at people in a certain space, people have been in their spaces. Morgan Freeman went damn near 50 till he had his first role. So, if that can happen, sky's the limit for you. It's time for you to set those new boundaries. And the values that you have now came into based upon your moving forward, those are the things that you're going to stand firm in, which is perfect for the view of the Emperor Court. You're going to come into stability of you. Either you're coming into it or you're going to come into that stability. That call represents you coming into that stability. The hard work and the discipline needed to come forward is right there. You just have to sit firm and show that you want it. You have to show that you desire it, what you want. It. You have to align yourself to that aspect. Setting those rules, setting those boundaries, living in those rules and those boundaries are going to help you better navigate through the things that the moon is now bringing to the surface. New moon just came through. A lot of things are coming through. Sure, remember, Sharon was in the retrograde aspect. It's going to be in retrograde, but it's going to be another. Uh, not, yeah, Sharon. It's going to be a next, it's going to be a rocky next couple of months. But if you stand firm, all that stuff that comes up with the Eight of Swords showing you where you feeling trapped, perhaps you felt like you were restricting, where everything was coming up and looking at your life and it was, let's be fucking honest. You gotta be fucking honest with yourself at this point in time. We're removing what's not serving. The most important part is removing what's no longer serving. What I'm seeing and why I'm understanding, what I'm seeing, especially understanding that the empathy 
It isn't a curse, but it's to create the boundaries as you move forward. The irrational behaviors, they're gonna come up. The, I thought you would never do this. I never saw you being that way. Let them see you that way. Let them see you based on their perception, based on the things that they haven't healed from. Let them, let it come up. Allow that to come up, cause that's what's needed for you to move forward. You need that clarity. You need that vision. You need these things to come to the surface so you can now better move forward. You need it. New views to see a new girl. I'm just vibing. But yeah. And we're going to be getting into it. We're going to get deep into this this week. We're going to get deep into this topic this week. Whatever we do not uh, get done with, you know, we're going to finish up on Friday night lectures. But before we get to getting way too far ahead of ourselves, let's get tuned in to tap out to rise on another episode of The Guy. This has been your weekly reading. I love y'all. Let's get into this. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the God Hour Podcast. As you know, you will get to know, I'm Papa Lucy. Papa Lucy, if you're really feeling that energy. And as we said in the opening weekly reading in the God Thought, we're going to get into empathy. That is the understanding and sharing in the feeling of the understanding of others' feelings and energy. That is not sympathy. Sympathy is feeling pity or sorrow for others' mishaps and misfortunes. We get that confused a lot of the times. As a counselor in this field, in this as a counselor, as a therapist, my empathy has to be at an all-time high. Being in any aspect of doing anything in the spiritual encompassing in this case, your empathy has to be at an all-time high because what happens is you have to set those boundaries. Just doing your shadow work and doing the work that you need to do, you need to set boundaries. Especially with doing your shadow work, the separation that's needed from friends, old friends, old families, old aspects that no longer serve you. The most important thing is being able to set those boundaries. Setting those boundaries in a healthy manner is just one part. You must also have to understand that the standards and the rules and your regulations that you set for yourself, your moral compass that you set for yourself is what is going to be reinforced by those boundaries and what the boundaries are going to reinforce. For me, one big thing a lot of people get into, what about my old life? They'll be like, what about my old life? And what they're truly saying is what about my friends what about my family what about 
uh, my ex? What, what about my recent relationship? What about whatever it may be? And then they have this sympathetic falling or they start getting sad. They're like, oh my God, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Everybody's leaving me, I'm alone. Nobody understands my struggle. Nobody understands my pain. Reality, they ain't, they're not supposed to understand your reality and your pain. I said a couple of weeks ago, the reason that they cannot understand your struggle or understand your pain is by you stepping outside of it to look at it, to understand it, it requires them to do the same. It requires them to step outside of the box of where all the pain is at, but they are connected to the conduits you chiming that you don't understand or you want to do something better is that key for you that first sign that what's in that box is not for you i have countless uh yeah i have countless i do countless readings consultations and there's regular talks in a day-to-day -day period and I get those same questions. I always get those same aspects and questions. But what about my family? What about my friends? What about these things? What about my these old fixtures in my life? And I always say, if it's meant to be there, it'll be there. Where it's at is where it's supposed to be at. What are you learning from why? What are you learning while it's there? We get so bogged down in trying to keep everything the same or try to keep everything contained, not knowing that the infrastructure has to fall. Uh, the infrastructure for me fell a while back. Probably like, probably like, I'll say 2015, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So about now going on six years ago, six years ago, like you couldn't tell me that I was going to be working on my content, building my company, building my brand, actually building my company and platform, actually putting out content, actually working on things, actually making sound investments, actually making sound choices, being in the space that I am in overall. You couldn't tell me this because I couldn't see it at that point in time. It was hidden behind all that pain. It was hidden behind all that trauma. It was hidden behind all those voids that I created to stay within the aspect of pity. And yes, oppression is an aspect of pity. Struggle is an aspect of pity. <clears throat> People like the say it over and over again, I'm a I'm a soldier of the hood, so you're a poverty soldier. That's nice. Why you gotta be such an asshole, man? Like, what do you mean being an asshole? I'm trying to understand your situation tell me your situation if your conversation first starts with me with anger I usually that makes me draw further into shielding my energy because if you're coming to me with anger or with sorrow I'm not speaking in the aspects of you're bringing your problem or whatever it may be to me in order to have a 
hash out a solution. I'm speaking in the manner that you are trying to, you don't know how to charge yourself outside of being angry, outside of being sad, outside of being miserable all the time. You're not willing to accept the one key aspect about all of these things is accepting your role and why you're where you're at. Biggest key. You have to accept your role and where you're at in your life. You got to accept it. Most of the problems that are, most of the problems, most, not all, that have been created in your life are based on you're not dealing or not taking accountability for what you did. And I don't mean did as in like, and I, somebody came in one of my Instagram posts one time. I was like, so you're talking about the trauma of a child getting beat up or a child getting molested or these things. No, I'm not talking about that nature. I'm talking about what you did in order to heal. What most people do is whenever the trauma is activated, reactivated, rehashed, brought to the surface, they mask it under that pain. They mask and transmute now through that pain. So they blame everything on, you don't know my life, you don't know my struggle, you don't know me. And they have that same narrative. So it's hurt people hurting people. They take the aspect of, I've been hurt, you've been hurt. Hey, let's get together and talk about our hurt. Let's bond over our hurt. Let's smoke over our hurt. Let's drink over our hurt. Let's party over our hurt. But when it comes time to actually deal with those aspects, the rejection Madhu comes in. Truly understanding it. That's where empathy kicks in. You can come into a situation with certain individuals that you knew, didn't know, didn't like, didn't care about all these aspects. You can come into an aspect of understanding. I'll give, we'll use a couple of examples then we're gonna get deeper into the aspects. This is the intro. Yeah, we don't get deep into these aspects. We don't get in the, uh, the hell the notes I got set for this. Yeah, then we gonna get into the deeper build. We don't get into the reflection of pity. We don't get, we don't get very deep into this today. I'll use this example. When I was without anything, homeless, living from hotel room to the street, hotel room to the street, back in 2015, when I was just out there in the streets, I was lost in the world. I didn't expect anybody to do anything for me. I accepted the ones that did things, that the ones that did extend their hand to me and I'm appreciative of them, but even with them, it was not based upon sympathy, it was based upon empathy. They had an understanding of me. Usually the people that come that, people that if you put into your mind, the world sucks and people aren't ever gonna help you and all this shit, you put that thought process in your mind, that's what you create. Your mind, your ego now goes to go source out the information that I'm fitting. So you got to acknowledge your, you got to acknowledge first where you're at and why you're there. So the first thing I had to acknowledge where I was at and why I was there was because I made decisions that were not conducive to me flourishing. I made decisions that were conducive to me having a feeling, 
are having a sense of superiority and i'm 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 far from fucking fear to admit that it was basically me having superiority a lot of us come into this aspect of having that thought process of superiority over something so everything from every situation that i was in that led to the infrastructure falling was i no longer was in a i no longer was in the quote unquote heavy quotes the superior position something else or someone else came into the position and did what i was or did what i was supposed to be doing or took on the role to hold superiority i was dealing with things and then i started dealing with them and that's where those gaps came from i started reading more i started focusing more started healing myself started truly healing myself and situations started becoming separate and then i noticed that when i was in a position one position that i was in was i i was in a living arrangement with my uh now long ago ex still wish her the best for that because real and when the separation occurred i was still in the position of doing what i needed to do my regular shit i was in a space of actually building myself i was still stuck in the identity or the sympathy complex of well i'm doing all this shit here how about i'm just gonna ride this out i was trying to bring my newly invoked energy into a space that it wasn't meant for bringing down that much power into that space my healing myself me having conversations with my uh me having the conversations that i needed to have me hitting the conversations in the mirror me dealing with my things day to day it was negative aspects because she wasn't doing that aspect on her end so that's what caused the separation so i had to accept that aspect that that's why it ended there was other things that came into fucking play that i wasn't willing to accept yet but those were the reasons positives and negatives that ultimately shorted out that space with my job there was something deeper behind there was something deep, it wasn't deeper behind the scenes but the way that it was set up against me was based upon that same tether line. lose everything no matter how it happened i had to accept that i what i lost I could have been bitter, I could have been mad, I could have been upset, but I would have been living in that old mindset. I would have been full of anger, full of sorrow, full of pity. I would have been full of this. And then my reflection was, since I'm angry, since I'm sad, I'm looking for pity. That means I would not be able to, I wouldn't be able to think clearly. I remember the last, it was June 15th, no, it was June 16th, of 2015 june 15th of 2015 16th that my bad june 15th of 2015 it was the last day of me being there i packed up all of my stuff packed up all of my things i called the cab i already set up a, a room for a week i still had my job set up my room for a week 
packed all my stuff up, left out. Gone. Left the key. Like, I took the keys with me so I could lock the door, of course. And I left. I was gone. I was out. Gone. I remember a week into that aspect. I remember like a weekend, got a text, coming to get the keys. Oh, all right, I'm, this is my room number, da 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 come get the keys. She came to the door, came with the, came to the door with the keys and whatnot. And I looked at this look on her face that I've seen before, but I've never seen before. It was almost like you didn't even fight. It was like, it was the, it was almost this fight like it was almost this face like you didn't even put up a fight you didn't argue you didn't say anything you just said okay and left that was what i read on the read on her face the spirit told me to read on her face closed the door 15 minutes later my pizza came this is long before i was vegan pizza came i sat there and i was watching my watching my tv watching my shows i did this for a good couple of i did this for about two months and then I still didn't show any anger. Going to work, I remember one day walking to work and seeing everything that I saw. And she ended up getting fired or something happened. She ended up getting terminated after I did. Like shortly after she left, something happened with her. So whatever. But the entire time, I didn't show any anger. So I noticed that if I didn't show anger in that situation, I still had clarity. If I held any aspects of anger within the situation of being kicked, of basically being without a place to stay, I wouldn't have been able to maneuver the way I had to maneuver. The relationship with my mother was still like still strained. Family, that whole aspect was still strained. But in that moment, I had empathy. I remember the next time I was at work, I was standing there, I was in the back doing my job. One of the uh, other key carriers came back there and got me said, someone's out front to see you. I remember tears bawling from the eyes. He came to the, he came to the uh, job, tears falling from my eyes. Now, before this moment, I saw her car that we recently got everything situated with, got her bills, uh, insurance and all of her stuff up to date. Her car's on the back of a tow truck being pulled down the street as I'm on my way walking to my ass to work. So I knew it was going to come. Walked out there, tears in her eyes. The same sadness and sorrow that she would carry from before was you was tried to be re into reanimated for me to lend a helping hand. That was my first actual moment of empathy. I understood her situation. I understood her pain. I felt her pain. But at this point in time, the clarity to the situation was I got stuff I'm taking care of and rebuilding myself. Before I left, you was in a good situation. Whatever happened, you got to go to where you were at, where you 
escape to to get that fixed. Tears falling from my eyes. She walked out the door. I went back to work. That's empathy. As cold as it sounds, I remember my uncle was in the back. Well, he's not my uncle, but I've known him for years, so I would call him Big Uncle. We sitting there in the back. He was like, man, you know he's supposed to help that girl. I said, what? I was like, Unc, you know me. I give the world to people with nothing asked. I only ask for one thing. If you break that one, that my one set rule, that one set standard I set for myself, that one, you break that, you're now on the other end of my boundaries. I got a whole thing I got to take care of and do for myself. He was like, yeah. But still, man, that's, that can be, I didn't want, I didn't want back in. And this is where sympathy comes in. Some people will use you, use that sympathy card based on their situation. And then with the sympathy and that murky water, family members, your family members, friends, whatever it may be, the ones that are no longer serving a purpose to your higher self. They can use that sympathy card and then you'll use your, your identity and your ego always needing and wanting something to stay. You won't want you don't want yourself to go through it. Then you'll sit there and be like, you know what? But I mean, I understood that pain. Just like when I was in that situation, I understood the pain. It sucks losing your card. It sucks losing your something that you work very hard for. But in reality, why did you lose it? Even now, at any aspect, when someone brings, if an issue, if a problem is brought to me, we don't go over and harp over problems. We're not going to celebrate or champion problems. We's going to come up with, we are going to come up with solutions. That is me being in full empathy of understanding. I can understand everything you're saying. I can shed some tears with you. I can I can pat you on the back. You can cry on my shoulder. But at the end of that, at the end of you venting and letting all that energy out, letting all of that out, what are we going to do next? And this is where that tipping point comes when people use sympathy. Some people do not want to be fixed. They simply are gaining too much from being broken. Hurt people hurt people. Some people do not want to be fixed because they're getting too much from being broken. They're getting too much attention. They're getting so much from being broken. They can run that story every time they do something. But in reality, when you get to a certain point, I use for example, if I was 15, 16, then a sob story to my mother would work. Sob story about I ain't got no more money. And that worked for food. That worked for food. I was still in the house. My mom was not gonna let me go hungry. My mom was gonna let me go unclothed. <clears throat> but as a 35 year old, as a 35 in the human, in, in this aspect, 35, 
cycles around that sun as a god as a titan as a king me going to my mother with that sob story my mother's gonna ask me a whole different set of questions that she asked me when i was 16. my mom is going to ask me what the hell was what's going on and i have to give her the truth because she's gonna be able to read it from me that's the aspect of you becoming into that balance your mother taught you sympathy and taught you empathy so that pity role doesn't work anymore because at the end of the day win lose or draw whatever it may be You have to be mindful of what you invest in. One thing that I've said before when it comes to investing and meaning what I say by investing and putting yourself into the aspect of investments, you must be mindful of what you invest your energy into because even negativity has a return. You must be mindful of what you put your investment, invest your energy into because even negativity has a high return. Negative aspects, negative thought forms actually have a higher aspect of return because they're based on rehatching through traumas. The traumas that you ain't dealt with, the childhood things that you ain't dealt with, the things that you should have been dealing with the entire time keep coming to the surface. The things that you should have been letting go of, you should have let go of long ago, but you keep holding on to them. Why you keep holding on to them? Because you feel sorry, you have doubt. You gotta be honest with yourself. I have no doubts. I have no worries. I have no stress, period. I have no doubts, no worries, no stress on me whatsoever. So everything I can do is in sound, rationale, and logic that work for me. Everything that I think on is in sound, mind, rational logical aspects that's how i can build you build from your rationale you create from your understanding you create from your rationale i create from a rational state of mind i always had that thought process <clears throat> but the thing that stopped me from truly expanding on that thought process expanding in that ideal was the roles of pity. Those are the things that stop me from my aspect. There's a uh, quote that I wrote. From how you deal with, from how, from how you deal with the construction of your life to how you invest in it is based off of empathy. Most times we act, most, yeah, most times we take our newly awakened self with the things we learn to only take it back to where we began. During Friday's lecture, I was um, in the answer, the uh, question and answer period, and it led me to a thought. What we drew from for survival now draws our destruction. 
what we drew from and I resituate myself in my chair what we drew from in our survival now draws our destruction the way you once were is a reflection of what of that very environment the way that you once were is a reflection of that environment how you survive is how that environment was maintained now look at the external reflection based on the internal you if in your environment you created the conduits and the reflections of the things to sustain that you created those living entities whether it be that job that party, the parties you used to go to, the people you used to hang around, the family members you used to be around, and all of that to that nature. All of those aspects are what created that aspect for that space to survive, those thought forms. Now that you're growing and you're elevating, you have to learn how to set your new boundaries and your new parameters. You gotta learn how to new, you have new standards to live up to. You got new disciplines to come into. You meditating every morning. You take your meditation in the morning. You meditating basically two, three times out the day. You going outside grounding yourself. You either building your altars or you're now visualizing your altars. Whatever level you may be at, you have now set the new tone for yourself. You now set the new. You now set your new standards based on your disciplines. The parameters in your space are what come next those boundaries that you set so in setting those boundaries it's going to cost the price of those old thought forms i call it cutting ties and counting losses counting count up the losses and cut the ties there's nothing more important than you we already understand there's nothing more important than you before we get deeper into this We gonna turn it over to the uh, first sponsor plug of the day. I'm working on a new sponsorship, so I just haven't had a chance to record them yet. If you're interested in sponsorship on the podcast, uh, get sponsorship on the podcast, and we put you in there on a the segment. Let me know. Hit up Papa Lucy. I mean, hit up Carlonitas at gmail.com, and we get that cracking. But stay tuned for this, and we'll get right back into the subject. Spoke to the God Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Question is always asked to me. That I always give the rebuttal question back to. Him. Biggest question is, but what if you were, but what if, but what if you but what if you have grown been putting in that shadow work learning and shifting then what comes of those environments that's what i always get that's why always the next line of questions always do. and that leads into the different aspects these would be available on the site in the blog post i have these in a blog post the eight aspects of you coming into your higher self through your being empathetic being in, being in, actually being an empath as i go boom here go boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> these traits of you being an empath 
everybody has a form of being everybody has the potential of understanding some form of empathy some of us are more empathetic than others some of us are more intuitive with our empathetic prowess and these are the overall conjunctions of what you need to do the first thing that we're needing to do and we're gonna get deep into it back to acknowledging we got into it based on acting on the last we're gonna get deeper into it now and now is that you're an empath and compassion is your calling for me i had that feeling ever since i was little that feeling being in a uh the space that i was in in my household i had that feeling like i always felt I felt when my mother wasn't doing, I felt when my mother wasn't okay. I felt the anger of my pops. I felt the sorrows of family members. And since I was untrained, I found myself acting out through those narratives. I found myself a lot of times in my adult life actually acting in those, acting out those narratives. I remember being in relationships where I still needing a sense of control based upon transmuting through my then pops, my pops pain. The things that my pops held in that filled him. I looked at those examples and I was doing those things. I was closed off when it was came time, when I had actual times to actually have a conversation about what was wrong, the things that I had been through, things that I had to deal with, instead of me actually speaking out on it and actually using that moment in time to heal, I would go back into the mode of anger because that was the reflection of what I used to see. So then I was either super angry, well, not super, I was super in my feelings, whether it was based on being angry, based on being sad, based on being extra happy, based on being extra detached of that nature. But it was all based upon things that I didn't realize yet. Everything that was bringing up those traumas, those triggering those traumas, those are things that I, this, these are things that we need to start understanding when I'm going through sessions and bringing that, I call it bringing in that noise. When I start a session, I start with a guided meditation and all uh, therapy sessions, life coaching, any session, I start with a guided meditation. The first aspect is letting the noise in. Letting all the noise of the, letting all the noise of the whispers of the traumas in. I'm not talking about the rent due and I'm taking that from, I'm taking that from, I'm taking that from the elder, the Titan, Phil Valentine. And then I remember listening to that after. I remember listening. I remember listening to that clip. And I was like, that's what it's called. That is the proper aspect. That's, that's a more proper, apparat proper aspect to expressing it, letting in the noise. <clears throat> I'm not talking about the rent. I'm not talking about the rent due, electric bill, and all of the external states that created, that are created based on. I'm talking about the original traumas that let acknowledging those original traumas 
those original aspects of yourself that led you to where you're at now. Those are the things that we have to deal with because everything has a spiritual aspect to it. So we look at things in our life that they think they just happen. They're not happening just to happen. They're happening based on the program that you have set forward. And we've gotten deeper into programming. We're getting deeper into program Friday. But it's based upon those aspects of the things that you've allowed into program your subconscious. <clears throat> so everything from the same way someone can say, I got two crows that land on uh, the balcony, land on the balcony every morning. One uh, crow I've named Fred and the other one I named Rico. Don't know where the names came from. I just, no, Fred because Freddy Krueger and Rico because Rico's a little sneaky dude like Rico from Payton Fool. But I have Fred and Rico. And every morning, whether I go outside and grab myself or I go sit on the balcony and chill before I set up, before I do meditate and elevate, they always show up. I was saying that to mean a point. Oh, yeah. Those are my signs that my day is going to go into the right direction. Because that's my symbol for the number two. And number two is within all of my life numbers and everything. So that's an aspect of it. Every time I see them too, it gives me a chance to actually reflect on what am I doing today? Today is the only day that matters. Today is the only day that matters. I'm the only one that matters. Because everything that I do from this point is a reflection. Everything that I do today sets the tone for every other today that comes into reflection, comes into aspect. I was saying that to say, oh yeah. So you start looking at aspect of doing your shadow work. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. I say this shit all the time. What are the entity, what are the energies that are in your life based upon blood, family, whatever it may be? If you're no longer going through what you were going through. If your family's meant to support you through the bad things and everything that you're going through, they're meant to be there for support. And you no longer need support at that level or what is actually a distraction at that level and point for some people then what do they play what role do they play they play conduits of the identity or the ego of the negative thought forms we do it all the time you do it shit all the time unconsciously we all have that one friend or one family member that never seems to be able to do right no matter how many times you tell them and give them the game they seem never to be able to absorb it you always find yourself going head to head with this person with things and then you end up in reality stooping down to that level and not even realizing it think about this you stoop down to their level to come to terms. You stoop down to their level to come to terms. So many times, so many times people do this 
and they don't even realize that they're doing it. You stoop to their level to come to their terms. Alright, man, it was cool, man. Yo, this this is smoking. Have a drink. Girl, it was alright, girl. I was going, I'm going through some things, and you going through some things. Let's go have a drink. You lower yourself down to their vibration instead of taking that chance to take yourself to the next level. It's hard. Nothing in this, nothing is, nothing is, nothing is going to be easy into that aspect, but it's hard to do. But in order for you to realize the starting point, it's every time that it happens, what is the result? If the result always ends up being the same, that in the next four or five days or next week or the next month or whatever, it don't matter what aspect of time it is. But the next time that you meet up with this person and you ask them a question or you go through the same exact thing. The reason that they're going through the same exact thing, doing the same exact shit is because they know whether consciously or unconsciously, they have an inkling country as word. They have an inkling in their mind that you're always going to be there. Because they're holding on to the old narrative. It's imperative for us to understand that they're holding on to the old narrative. They're holding on to the old narrative of when you doubted yourself, when you didn't think much of yourself, when you needed something outside of yourself to make you feel better. That's what they're holding on to. That old thought form. So as you're growing and you're setting your new boundaries and you're setting your new parameters and your new standard, living in your new standards, your new values. If you have any doubt in your growth, any doubt in your, you feel lost, any doubt in your growth, you're not understanding something. It takes one slick moment. It's like, you can sit here and want to manifest a million dollars and you manifesting you thinking about it every single day and you you thinking about the million dollars every single day you doing everything you doing the money rituals you doing all these aspects do you know why you ain't getting that million dollars because within you still some strain of doubt and that doubt showed to you by what you, by either what you're doing in your environment or what your environment is doing. The conduits that are of your old environment, of the environment that you're now in, that you're in, or you keep going back to, those are aspects of what are keeping you from getting to the next level. I don't like discussing shit that if I give you, if I give you the information, information, in order what to do the next time that you come to me what I will accept how you come to me but you have to accept my answer me being in the most empathetic I mean in the most empathetic way possible I do not do still with sympathy for self-inflicted issues I do not deal with sympathy I don't have sympathy for issues that are self-inflicted and of for traumas that have not been dealt with. 
You can't tell me that you're grown. You can't tell me that you're a king. You can't tell me that you are something. And then when it comes time to actually deal with it within that definition of that space, you don't want to deal with it. You can't tell me that. You can. I'm going to hear it. And from what I hear, I'm going to set my next, I'm going to set my boundary. I'm going to be comfortable in setting the tone of saying, you know what? You keep bringing that same issue to me. And I brought you clear clarity. We brought, I brought justice. I brought balance to that aspect. You got to humble yourself to under, you have to humble yourself to those aspects of what we just talked about. You have to humble yourself to see that solution through. See the disciplines of that solution through. Because until then, this right here is not going to work. This right here, I, I, I'm i not going back and forth with you. I got stuff on I got stuff on my table and stuff on my plate that I'm dealing with. Mind you, none of it's it's not stressful or worrisome or or any doubts in it. And I don't need your stress and your worry and your doubt to try to be stuffed on my plate. My plate's already full. That's the hardest thing for a lot of people to do. It grows very hard to be able to do it because all that's in your mind is your, your ego kicks in, but they were there when you were doing this and they were there through everything that you did. They were there with, they were there when every job that fired you, they were there with every job, every relationship that was bad. They were there when this happened. They were there when this happened. Start repeating what your ego is saying back to you. They were there with you with every bad experience in your life. They serve the purpose to every bad experience in your life. This is when you pull that scale out. This is when you pull that scale out and you weigh out. They were there for me with every bad situation in my life. When it was my good situations in my life, I had to offer them something in order for them to be around me in the good situations in my life. I had to offer them something. I had to give them something. It was just cool with me. I didn't expect anything in return, but I'm constantly giving to keep this scale in balance. I'm constantly giving my energy, investing my energy to keep these blocks on this scale in balance. Because in reality, they're hoping and wishing, whether consciously or unconsciously, they're hoping and wishing that that job goes wrong. They're hoping and wishing that their relationship goes wrong. They're hoping and wishing that that car breaks down. They're hoping and wishing that you lose that credit. They're hoping and wishing, and this is some real shit that we got to fucking address. They're hoping and wishing that you go back to the misfortune so you can be back in the same pool with their end. Meanwhile, you ain't looking at the reflection points in order to learn from what the hell's going on. The reason that you seem to always be able to survive and make yourself do what you need to do is, is based upon the disciplines that you put into yourself. For myself, knowing that I have 
a very graciously godly appetite i knew i had to learn how to cook i know i had to learn how to put them pans together and put them put those herbs and those herbs and those ingredients together and make myself something neat I know that I, I know that I have bills I have to pay. I know I got a company I gotta uh, make sure it stays financed. I know I got all these things I have to do, so I know I damn well got to put in the sacrifice to what I got to do. They're not ready. For, they're not willing to do the sacrifice. They still want to have everything that they have from before and bring it into the now. What's that one saying from the Bible? A rich man cannot take all his shit through the eyes of a needle. However it goes. But yeah. You can't come into this space full. You must be empty to be fulfilled. Most important part. You got to be empty to be fulfilled. I am spirit. I am empty. I am spirit. I am full of spirit. I am full within my spirit. I am empty. Therefore, I always can be filled. I'm filled with the spirit. I'm filled with the knowledge. The knowledge is infinite. The knowledge is light. So in order for me to continue to be able to have my abundance and my prosperity and my wealth, I must continuously create streams so I am never full. This changes your aspect on how you, I'm full of love for you. I ain't full of love for nobody, but I have unconditional love within the energy of that aspect. So since I'm not full, Check this. Since I'm not full, I am empty. I can always take in more. I don't have to make anything fit because I'm open to everything. I am the essence of everything. I am of everything. It's when you're a part that you get full. It's when you stand to be a part of something due to a doubt, due to a trauma, they were there with me ever since this one right here and this time right here. That's nice. <clears throat> I know people that were with me based on whenever the last job I was at. I really don't speak to them anymore. I know people that I used to rock with heavy back in the day. I don't rock with them anymore. I have all of the, I still can say, I wish I want the best for them in their lane, wherever they're at. I want the best for them. But the path that I'm on, the, the level that I'm on, the light, the things that I'm trying to get to, it doesn't involve them. What I'm doing doesn't involve looking a certain way. What I do doesn't involve me looking a certain way. I see people all the time that will complain about their lives being the way that it is, and then I look at what they're doing. I look at what they're wearing. And I know I'm not judging them based on what they're looking, what they're wearing. I look at what they're wearing. I look at it as an overall aspect. And I'm like, well, I can see 
six reasons on you right now of why you struggling. I mean, I feel your pain. Yeah, times is a hard job, whatever. I feel your pain. Jobs is jobs is slow. Things going on. Da, 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 da. I feel your pain. But what are you doing within this space? Man, ain't nothing much I can do. Cause you know they got the jobs and then all this stuff going on. From my angle, I don't see that. I mean, I fully I'm aware of it, but from the steps that I've taken, I can give you line by line. This is the book. Here's the book. Here's the printout. Here's the PDF of how to get yourself in tune. I can hand someone that book like, yo, man, I got the book you gave me, but all I was talking about was meditation and grounding myself and, and fasting and stuff like that. That's the beginning steps. That's the beginning. Man, I thought you were going to give me a book on how to make money. I don't teach people how to make money. Money's the byproduct of energy, of currency. Money, currency, that's the byproduct of energy. So in order for me to get you right to make this money, first you got to be in alignment. Your energy got to be right. Okay, if your energy's not right, then your money's never right. I've taken people to places and just jokingly saying they need a job. And they look at me, then they look at that person, never met me, never had like a true conversation with me. I'm like, really, they need a job? Give them a job. Like, nah, I was, he was just joking. But like, yeah, she, she, see, all you do, you in there. It's the energy. Walk out, but like, I told you it's the energy. They'll take somebody to that same exact place. Say, hey, you still hiring? They'll look at the person that they bring with them. Mm-mm. Nah, we're not hiring. It's all about that energy. If you're in a position where every time, when the opening to every conversation you have when you bring up somebody's name is, nah, I don't fuck with their energy. Their energy off. And you still dealing with them? Think about how your energy is being gouged. By you trying to give them a chance, give them a shot at life, trying to give them a shot. I'm just trying to give them a shot. I'm trying to make them better. I'm trying to give them a shot because they were there for something when you were in something. Are you in that position anymore? Ask yourself that question. Someone cannot ask me, someone cannot ask me but that's your mother like yeah that's my mother I love my mother to death I have unconditional love for my mother I have nothing but love in my heart for my mother for everything that she did everything that she did both negatives and positives I learned from my mother's in a position where she gets her uh checks my pops gets her his checks and they're set within the position of where they at they can pay all of their bills, go to the grocery store, buy some extra little knickknacks around the house, and they're good. 
I don't have to worry about my mother, stress about my mother. I can text my mother every other day, every other week, stop by from time to time whenever I'm, when I got some downtime, and I'll have a conversation with my mother. I'm probably the only one that can go to my mother's house and never have an issue. My mom enjoys me coming to the house because my credit is paid off. My credit's good. If anything, my mother, if I ask, if I'll use it for example, if tomorrow, I text my mother in the morning. That's how I'm gonna stop by. My mother will smile from ear to ear through the phone. I can feel the energy through the phone. I'll go by there. I can go by there for 15 minutes and have a conversation with my mother and I'll make her day. Because my credit is good. My energy is good. I've already set the boundaries to keep my energy in a good space. That's one of the major keys. It don't matter how much sage you burn, how many Palo Santo sticks you got, how much oil you put on, how much repellent you, whatever repellent you put on, it don't matter. If you're continuously going around the negative aspects that no longer serve a purpose other than to give you a reflection of where the hell you came from, you you missing the point. You really missing the point. And that's one of the biggest keys for us when we get lost in when we're taking ourselves to our new level. For the most part, I do everything from the house. I leave out the house probably once a week. And every other week, I go get my head cut. Go get lined up, get fresh. From my, go to my barber, get lined up, keep fresh. Uh, every other month, I go get retwisted, get my locks retwisted. Other than that, if I'm not conducting a business, I really ain't got to leave the house. I'm in a position where I ain't got to leave the house no more. I tell everybody all the time, I celebrated COVID-19 because it put me in this position. Somebody else from another end, from the sympathetic view, I look like, how could you say that, man? People losing their jobs and all this stuff. I'm like, man, it's the year of the creator. It's 2020 vision. Why do I have to, why am I, if I worry about that aspect, I create a conduit for me to live in that aspect. I'm fully aware of what's going on. But since I'm fully aware, the next level is enlightening myself, becoming the enlightened one to create the example of what you can do within that space. I say it probably almost every other week, but I mean it when I stand by like I'm sitting in my living room recording this podcast. I did the music for the podcast. If you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all those videos that you're seeing, the music that's laid onto the tracks, the editing, the the text in the videos, I'm doing all of that from the house. So for me, there is no excuse of, man, you know, you man, it's, it's, it's hard. I need to do this, I need to do this. You need to get your mind out of that old ass mindset. You gotta get your mind out of that. I'm gonna go wish and hope and pray that I'm going to invest this money into a chance. Why don't I take a real chance? 
I invest. I've always been in the mindset of investing. Over these next couple of months, and we're going to get deeper into this right after this. Over these next couple of months for me, I'm going to be working on deeper investments to increase my streams of income. My energy's right. My space is right. Looking into moving into a new uh, spot. All of these things are coming into that nature, to that uh, space. That's what I'm working on. But I'm going to flip the uh, track over. We're going to get right back into this. No, I had to keep you plugged in. <laughs> yeah, I slowed it down a little bit. But keep you in tune with what's going on with the Gotta Call Alchemist, Papa Lucy for Papa Lucy. Follow me on Twitter, Papa Lucy666. Or you can type in at GottaKing84. Either way, it's going to pop up on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at Papa Lucy underscore 666. Or follow me on Facebook. And it is beneficial to follow me on Facebook at Rockola Nietzsche's Lucifer Sama. Because you know that every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Facebook Live, you know we do the God Hour show. You know we do the readings, uh, reading, you can get a live reading, QA, Papa's Nightcap, and we go deeper, go a little bit deeper in the topic of we went in today, this week's episode, you know, empathy. Also, if you follow Gonico Alchemist, the YouTube channel, subscribe, share, like. Last week we got into the aspects, some aspects that were under. Before that week we got into succubus and incubus. Last week we got into the aspects of retrospective, the retrograde, and that nexus point. This week we're getting into manipulation. That's dust for this little beat we just did on this. This that manipulation. We don't get into manipulation, understanding the understanding what manipulation is, taking it out of the aspect of the fundamentals of humanity making it bad, and understanding about the positives and the negatives of what it is. Because you manipulate once you understand the spell, you can manipulate it to your own game. So it's not bad or good, it's negative or positive. Does it serve you? Does it not serve you? That's what we have to come through when we're looking at our compass of right now. So Gotta Co Alchemist, YouTube, that's the YouTube channel. As well as Gotta Co Alchemist LLC.com. Your home for everything from the readings, the natal charts, setting up life coaching services, setting up the therapy and counseling, uh, getting the shadow work rituals, mirror work, candle work rituals to uh, get you tapped into the uh, true you. Everything also including the spiritual baths, the spiritual teas, uh, the awakening and drawing rituals, and much, much, much coming up on there. Classes are coming soon. Subscribe, subscribe not only to get the blog, but to stay up to date with the events. Coming, everything from the lectures, everything from going live, live aspects, everything in the uh, home of the God of Co-Office is coming up on there. Especially sign up to get that subscription to the mailing list so you know when classes actually start so if you are interested in embracing or going into a deeper aspect or of for yourself 
Stay tuned for those classes. What else we got going in there? So we got that. You know, set calling me this at gmail.com. That's for all the business inquiries from inquiring with ad space, wanting to interview on be a guest on the podcast. Nice little build that way. Or me being a guest on whatever content you're putting out, because all we're doing is growing over here. Papalucy666 at gmail.com. That's for the personal inquiries. Uh asking about the book list, any questions about services, any questions that are on your mind, get them in papalucy666.com. I mean, papalucy666 at gmail.com. Or you can always hit the number 910-777-7708. Call or text, hit me that way. Inbox me, DM me, hit me on Twitter, hit me on Instagram, hit me on which everyone is easier for you There's ultimately no reason For you to start to get to the best you Stay tuned for the closeout As we come to a close Remember there's no closings There's always openings But in this case yeah, You know in the context As we come to We're gonna call it a brief intermission Until we get Meet again That sounds better That sounds a lot better the brief intermission before we go in for something else. I want to stress this part. And this is the part that I see that's never a lot stressed. Speaking on stress and worry. I'm not saying that you're not going to stress and worry. I'm not saying that you're not going to get mad. I'm not saying that you ain't going to have sadness, irritation, none of that shit. I ain't, I'm not saying you're not going to have those things happen to you. Because those naturally are going to acquire. Those are naturally things that are going to come up as you move forward. What I'm saying is... How you survive... Is detrimental to how you rise. So if you are held back in the thought processes of... I put it like this... I don't stress or worry because I don't invite the aspects of stress or worry into my life directly. So when a moment of time or a thought form comes up that is bringing stress or worry like energy vampires and things that come to drain me, I don't approach it and go down to their level. I'm able to weigh the situation in real time. I'm able to look at the situation in real time. Even at the most irritated of moments, I'm able to look at that, step back and look at that situation. Speak on every point that need to be spoken on and move forward. That's what I mean by there's no stress and worry in my life. I'm doing the same thing as in the aspect within that space of that I need to be doing. When you truly take that acceptance in the pocket, when you truly take that responsibility in the pocket, when you truly start taking that humility to yourself to talk to your inner child in the pocket, I guarantee you watch the shift. Instead of saying trying, say you're executing. 
that's why those algorithms are so important in the beginning when you're saying your grand risings and your blessed bees and divine days and you're taking things out of your vocabulary so they no longer be used as binding spells to manipulate you. Stop allowing the old to bind you. You better than that. You can't be an oppressed God. You can't be an oppressed queen or oppressed king. You can't be an oppressed anything. Oppression is an aspect of fear. The title that you chose is an aspect of love and understanding yourself. So you're gonna get stuck in the polarity or are you gonna break free to get that clarity? If you're listening right now, you know, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Tuesday, via Facebook Live, via the God Hour Show, the God Hour Podcast Live Edition page, or via the Rock Call Onegis Mop Facebook page. You know, we get into Q&A, go a little deeper into the episode, a couple of whatever other topic comes up. live readings I do a little bit I do a I do a basic reading while I'm playing through the cards as I'm going through the show but you can set up if you want a live reading that's when the special hits it's five cards for 20 it's uh five for 20 five for 20 three for five and I think no five for three no it's yeah five for 20 Five cards for twenty dollars, three cards for ten dollars, and two cards for I want to say three dollars. It's a worthwhile investment because from that investment, you know, I'm always going to give you that clarity. I'm always going to give you something deeper. We just two parts of the universe having that conversation. This is how we learn. This is how we rise. Until then, I love y'all. We love us. Blessed be to the day. And again, may it be everything you need to get you in alignment with everything you desire to create. Peace.